0: Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs! And now, let's join our hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. I'm delighted to say I'm joined as always by Matt.
1: How you doing mate, you alright? I'm I'm feeling... Uh, Positive despite the the game last night.
0: Yes, yes. Well, we have football to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about that right away because I think everybody listening is a bit sick of football. (laughs) Um, Bloody stupid game. It's great. And then it's not. Stupid game. (laughs) Stupid game. Tiddlywinks. That's where we want to be. Tiddlywinks. Tottenham Hotspur Tiddlywinks in that new stadium. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: would go down well, wouldn't it?
0: Ah, bloody hell. Stupid game. Anyway, like I said, today's podcast, me and Matt spoke before. I'm Sam, by the way. I forgot to introduce myself. Hello. (laughs) Um, I spoke before the podcast started, I said right, we're going to be positive, we've had two crappy results, we haven't played well, um, so let's just brush over that and be like a sea of tranquility for our fans, but I did think I'd open with something which would make you laugh, you know, um, we have X amount of listeners for the podcast, thank you very much, uh, we have an average number, we're in the hundreds, we're not in the thousands, we're not that popular yet. Uh, but from nothing to where we are now i'm i'm quite proud of how well we're doing yeah. to be honest with you um we've got our i think it's episode 47 today i think today's 47 or pro- possibly 48 he says <laughs> thinking i've lost count of how many episodes we've done god that can't be a good son um yeah ramble 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 yeah today's 47 um so Our end of season one, I think, is going to be episode 50, which is kind of cool.
1: Oh, yeah, that works out quite well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, so our end of season, and then we are going to take a break. I'm going to announce that right now, um, because we started back in the summer for the World Cup. So our first few episodes were all about players at the World Cup, talking about the World Cup in England uh me and Matt basically learning how to use the buttons on the microphones and stuff um still not sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, have we got any further but... down that line yet <laughs> no no i have I, I just about it. the red means recording right yeah. that's, that's about it. um so yeah we we've we've grown we've learned uh we had a few uh, literally, I think our first show had about hundreds, hundreds so people. Thank you very much for all those people. So if you've been with us since show one, um, firstly, no, there are no refunds. <laughs> uh, secondly, therapy is available. I will put you in touch with some people, but a big thank you because uh, we have grown the audience. Uh, our audience interactions are up probably the highest they've ever been. And we did break a record recently. Um, for our most listened to show, and we smashed the record by about 120 people. Um, and that was following the Champions League result. So, following our uh, our advancement to the semi final our quarter final win over Man City, and the title of that podcast was "We Love You VAR." By the way. <laughs> uh but yeah that was our biggest one so uh, to come all the way back full circle of what i was saying i don't think many people are going to be listening today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, i've seen a pattern if tottenham win and are doing well people want to consume like everything football like yes i'm feeling great about the world footballs are a magical thing tottenham are the best football team in the world give me content and when we lose which can be you know the bipolar life of a of a football fan especially a spurs fan the very next week we lose a game and it's football sucks tottenham sucks yep. everybody around me sucks don't talk to me about tottenham right now so yeah i i think we're going to have about 10 people listening to this so hey mum <laughs> hey dad how you doing, guys um, yeah, what do you want for Christmas this year <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it so was a long, a very long introduction of rambled goodness but uh episode forty seven man did you think we get this far i don't
1: know i didn't it 's funny because we we um I know we spoke about it when we first started the podcast, and we kind of, yeah. we, we got to the summer didn't we, and between yeah. us us and the admins, we were like, what should we do different this this coming season, so we sort of mentioned the podcast, and I, I genuinely didn't have any any thoughts or preconceptions about how it was going to go or where it was going to go but it has really grown and I I really look forward to recording every week and I look, you know, and it's, yeah I just I just really enjoy it I really enjoy doing it and uh well you're famous mate continue mate. yeah <laughs> well yeah, I, I, I you... did I, I did uh about yeah. to, to blow my own trumpet there was uh oh well, well, hang on <laughs> hang
0: on no no don't anytime someone starts a sentence with look I don't mean to blow my own trumpet they are basically pulling the trumpet from the bag behind them like yeah just one minute just gonna warm this one up right go on then mate don't blow your own but, trumpet no, but someone, but... someone
1: someone was at uh, one of those podcast things and I was Spoken about like I'm I'm a bit of a celebrity, so you know what, yeah. can, what can I say? You know, I just
0: yeah, well, you, I'm doing my are, bit
1: for the for public service, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're, you're Matt from Spurs. New- I mean, <laughs> season ticket holder, I mean, I give out your seat number, yeah. but we had, we do have haters, so maybe not a good idea.
1: There's a, there's a guy, there's a chap that, um, because obviously, the, the, uh, with us sort of moving to this new season quite, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a new stadium quite recently, there's a chap that yeah. sits next to me, a fellow called Gavin, who's yeah. who actually follows our page. And when oh, you, nice. and when you uh, put out uh, a post recently, when it was my fortieth, he yeah. actually replied and he said, "Oh, I sit next to Matt." Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I <lately."> know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I was tempted really nice to then just hand him some interesting information. Well, next time he's there, drop this in the conversation. Really freak him out. <laughs> oh, but, no, uh, I was really surprised didn't if, if be Gavin, Zorgo, Gavin, probably... if yeah yeah well that'd be it I mean, be next week you'd be there signing shirts yeah no, I um, I, see I, I got a face for radio so I'm happy for hiding away just just being that one like oh yeah Matt Spurs News the one who talks to the farmer every week yeah yeah great guy that's fine I'm, I'm happy with that I'm, I'm happy for you to be the celebrity mate that's all good I don't mind I'll, I'll be Stephen Merchant you be Ricky Gervais yeah right? there you go that, that's fine perfect <laughs> it, it works it's, it's the system I love it but, I love But now, um, yeah, 47 episodes. I mean, that's mad to me. And um, so I've got some plans for the 50th episode. Um, All of them are stupid, but but fun. Um, It's going to be like end of school. Uh, Anyone from our age group, especially, end of school meant bringing games into school. Yes, absolutely. So you have to invent a game for our last last show. I like it, okay. So episode 50 of the season, you need a game. I have a game already. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's called Trueford. There, no. <laughs> uh, no, I, I have a game in mind, so uh, you'll have to let me know ahead of time if you need any audio work done for it, because um, we have a voiceover guy. I've, I've said this before, but we've done 47 episodes, so people have probably joined late, etc. Uh, the introductions, anytime there's a voiceover on this show, it's actually a professional American voiceover guy. He just so happens to be my friend. And he does them for me. Uh, he actually earns a living doing this. And I send him some of the most random crap in the world for him to record over these last forty-seven episodes. And and I get just messages from him like, "You want me to say what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, just say it, all right? Don't don't say it. Say it in your cool voice." <laughs> don't... Sam, can I um, ask
1: a massive favour for a, for yeah. our fiftieth episode? Can yeah, you yeah, please please, please play the audio of him doing those Spurs, Spurs Ladies outtakes. Oh, it, God. it makes me cry with laughter every time I listen to them.
0: No, yeah, we could do that. So, so basically, um, I mean, that's, mate, it's like we planned this. as a perfect segue because I was going to talk about Spurs oh, Ladies awesome. next. Yes, you're, you, we're so in tune. <laughs> we are. 47 in. Yeah, there you go. Oh, sorry. yeah. Like one mind, and what a warped one it is. But, uh, yeah, so basically, we did this um, a feature whenever we talk about uh, Spurs ladies on the podcast uh, because we sponsored two of the players um, this season from the podcast, which we're really proud of, and uh, from the pages, well, the Facebook page, website, and all the other social media platforms that is available. Uh, don't forget Instagram because I was Laura, kick me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we. Um, We had these recordings, and I said to him, look, mate, I said, we're quite satirical, we're quite funny, so don't do things too seriously, so just have some fun with it. And I got sent through about six different versions, and the email simply said, I had some fun with it, don't think you can use most of them. (laughs) And I was like, what? What does he mean? And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh my God.
1: (laughs) They're all this. so. I mean, yeah, I mean, they
0: are funny. And they are, and it meant in the funny, funny way, not. And so I sort of. Yeah, so yeah, okay, on the 50th episode, we will play that. We will play the uh, Spurs Ladies Introduction Outtakes. I love it. Um, I'll make a note of that. That would be deadly. But whilst we are on the topic of Spurs Ladies, some big news this week is a rebrand and a rename of the side. Uh, Spurs ladies, as of next season, will become Tottenham Hotspur women.
1: Oh, okay. Reason what do you why? think? Any, um, any particular
0: reason why? It's not been announced, the reason why, but I think it's closer branding to uh, the main club. Oh, right. Um, you know, Tottenham Hotspur football and athletics, PLC, and Tottenham Hotspur women, you know, kind of more in sync. We know that the the ladies, and I'm still going to call them the ladies because I'm a nightmare. Um, We know that the Spurs ladies are playing today. As we record, which is Wednesday, the 1st of May, ladies are away to Aston Villa in their game in hand. If they win or draw tonight, they will earn promotion from the Women's Championship to the top flight of women's football, which is the Super League. And to be a club in the Super League, you have to be full-time professional. At the moment, uh, Spurs ladies are part-time, and the the women involved in that team, I mean, they're incredible. I, I cannot get over it. I, I've enjoyed this season so much following them, because you're talking about a group of women that are, some of them are mothers. Uh, They all work. They all, on top of that, Uh, some of them are younger or still students, you know, college, university... I'm completely and utterly blown away by it. Just the effort that they put in, the amount of training sessions they put in, the level of professionalism they bring, even though they are not full-time professional right now. Uh, All season, I've been blown away by it. They deserve to be promoted. They've been phenomenal. And I hope they get a result tonight, because otherwise it will go to the last game of the season and is literally a game against the team in third. And it will be winner takes all <laughs> and and it's a way. <laughs> well, I was
1: going to say Sam, they are Spurs, so I mean do they, no, no, they going to do it easily?
0: <laughs> no, do don't, don't, not a little bit of a little bit spurs a ladies. bit right of yeah, ladies. Spurs-y ladies. Um, <laughs> in, in their last game, they were 2-0 down and came back in 1-3-2. little oh, bit uh, wow. I possibly celebrated that winner a little bit too much. Okay. Uh, I, I was I was following it along, and I was they were two one down with only like minutes to go, and then they equalised and got the winner in the space of like a couple of minutes. Wow. And like, yeah, spilt my drink. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've got to know um a couple of them via social media, a couple of the players, and knowing the amount of work they put in in the effort, know it kind of. I will say this to you about you about following the youth teams as well. I feel a lot more affinity with that than I do the guys that earn 100 grand a week and arriving at training in their sports cars, if that makes sense. And don't get me wrong, I'm not being disparaging to that because that's just the way football is. But when you see someone, you know, one of the players, you know, I follow on Twitter posts like things about, you know, uh, her daughter and then her job. And then training four or five nights a week, mm-hmm. you think, wow, you know, that's that's dedication, that's doing it for love, that's doing it for the sheer passion of what you do. And yeah, nothing but respect. I hope they get the result tonight because that means the last game of the season can just be a wonderful game of football. They can go out and play and enjoy it. Um and you know, get stuffed eight nil, who cares we've been promoted. <laughs> um of course they're Tottenham Hotspur women, they are Spurs ladies, they probably won't get that wonderful honour but here's everything crossed for them so yeah hopefully by the time tomorrow rolls around you'll see a post on our Facebook page saying they've been promoted I really hope so anyway and but yeah next season Tottenham Hotspur women I guess it is purely that if they are promoted they will need to go full-time professional so the club will need to invest some money yeah that's that's my feeling on it anyway but you, I mean, you've been down to a game this season, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was... A, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they lost it. It was Sheffield yeah, United, but... Yeah, uh, it's your fault.
0: It's, it's quite interesting what you're
1: saying, <laughs> Sam, actually, about sort of having the affinity towards them, because you, you're right. I mean, like, us mere mortals that have to work and earn a living and just... I mean, yep. that's the thing. It's... Yeah, I get you. You're not sort of saying that you're not being disparaging towards the professional players, and, and, no, and not But, but they they do live in a different world, and they'd probably happily admit themselves they live in a kind of bubble, don't they? You know, with the yeah. with the wealth and everything else that comes with it. So you you kind of from from like I say from a mere mortal point of view, like yeah. us guys, you can sort of associate and kind of get where where they are, you know. And it and it yeah. it it it, it's, it is a real testament to them, isn't it, that they're part time and. You know, yeah. like you say most of them have got you know, they're, they're studying or they've got jobs and they've still yeah. managed to and put kids in, as well. Yeah, and they've yeah. put in performances like they have to get them yeah. they, like and I hundred percent agree with you, mate, they fully, fully deserve to get promotion this season. They really do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, well you, I'm keeping everything crossed. Um, I shall continue to hope and yeah, hopefully then get a result today. We'll be following them along. Uh, we'll post the updates on the Facebook page, uh, this evening. So fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, so that's the, only, the other thing I want to talk about on this show. Um, we will touch on the recent results, but very briefly because you know, who wants to dwell on that crap? <laughs> um, but yeah, something, a couple of things first thing i want to talk about is i saw a tweet this week from uh an account i follow on twitter called lily white rose if you don't follow him and you're interested in the academy you should um i was very very um uh very good information uh pretty much always accurate as well um and it's basically a list of the contracts that are expiring at the club okay uh this summer and there's some names in amongst this which has me shocked but i mean from first team point of view everybody knows them uh Michel Vorm, who is, of course, 35 years old. His contract's up this summer. And Fernando Llorente, who's 34, his contract's up this summer. Um, do you think either of them should be retained?
1: Uh, Vorm, definitely not. His no. time has come to an end at Spurs, unfortunately. But yeah, it was yep. just disastrous this season. As yep. as with Llorente, if, if it's by some freak of kind of... Uh, Kind of fortune, we end up not yeah. signing anyone again. Then please don't let him go. But yeah. if we were to sign a couple of strikers, like we probably need to, or like you know a couple of forward players, then yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say no. I'd say yeah, he's, I, he's, he's not he's not been bad for us. But and no. again, I know we're going to talk about t- yesterday's game. We're going to touch on it, but very he did, he, briefly. He, did, he, did, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Re- yeah, he didn't really do much last night. He's not. I just don't think he's that effective um, I, I, for us. You know,
0: we. Oh, God, see so you're going to get me talking about it. I can sense it. I, we are a team built around the movement and built around the world-class striker that is Harry Kane. Mm. And when he is not in the team, it is noticeable that Ericsson and Deli are constantly playing balls that Llorente is looking at fly past him like, oh, was that meant for me? Yeah, yeah. And I see Deli do little flicks around the corner and then look around in like, well, where's Harry? Oh, yeah, Harry's not here. <laughs> and I see Ericsson look up, ready for the movement, and no one's moving, and then he's like, oh, what do I do? Um, pass it sideways, pass it backwards. It is constant because Harry is perpetual motion. The guy just doesn't stop. He harasses defenders to life. But the thing he does so well, and when we got Sonny in the team as well, or Lucas... That what Harry does is he understands now he has this status as a world class striker so when the ball's coming forward he will peel left or right and he'll take a defender with him yeah. or he'll take two defenders with him and Sonny Delhi, for example have the intelligence to move into that space unfortunately Lorente is a guy who needs the ball to his feet on his head his chest he needs the ball played to him he's never going to run in behind that's not his game um he's just he isn't a guy at his age that is going to go tearing off pulling out wide and he ain't a player who can do that really I saw him a couple of times pick the ball up deep last night and try and like dink a pass that you see Kane do on a regular basis and just lands at people's feet and they just got intercepted yeah and and I can understand he, he tried I have got nothing against him at all he tried everything he could but Last night, whenever we had the ability, the chance to counter, there was no movement. Mm, mm. And I was, and you're sort of watching it thinking, wow, you really see how much we miss him (laughs) when he's not there.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: And Sonny, of course. But if you're going to sign forwards, I think we need to be looking at players like Sonny. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah,
1: players, because... Yeah, you're never going to... I mean, I know we've had lots of conversations about this. You're never going to sign an out-and-out an out striker that's good enough to no be be happy to sit on the bench, you know, because he's no. not. he'll know he'll, he'll never get a game, a game when Kane's playing. So no, when Kane's you, fit, Kane's yeah, starts. It, absolutely. And because of yeah, that, yeah.
0: you know, it's it's difficult to recruit. But here here's some of the other players then. So uh, Tom Glover, goalkeeper, age 21. Uh, I'm not surprised at that at all. Um, Connor Ogilvie. I can't say Connor's name. I have tried this entire seat for forty seven podcasts. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm I'm useless. Um I, I can't now Connor's twenty three, he's the oldest one on this list other than Vorman Lorente. Um I, I you know, I think he's gonna go. Uh, Tom Glover I think pretty much is well known, he's already going. Uh Shane Harrison, who's on loan down under at the moment, is scoring goals down there by the way. But his contract's up this summer. I fully expect him to move on as well. The biggest shocks on this list are, for me, Brandon Austin, goalkeeper, age 20. Um, Tanganga, who's, again, is a name I'm butchering. I apologise profusely. He's 19 defender George Marsh, who we're seeing involved in the first-team squad a lot at the moment. And Jack Rolls who, by the way, scores goals.
1: Scores goals. goals. And his he, contract's up at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, and we've not wow. offered
0: him a new one. Um, I I don't know whether there's some sort of... You know, don't worry, lads, we'll have a chat in the summer. We'll sort it out then. And that's why everyone's super calm and casual about it. But if I was a club in the Championship right now, um, I'd be looking at those three mm. and I'd be talking to them. Because they are, at in my opinion, already championship level players. That's a defender, a midfielder. And Jack Rolls, if I am gonna try and I'd say he's similar to Delhi. He's not really a midfielder, he's not really a striker. He's a number ten. Yeah. Uh, if that makes any kind of sense. He he plays in that gap. Um he's creative, but most of all he scores goals. I mean he got a hat trick the other night. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um in the in the last under 23s game of the season, which kept us up by the way. So I yeah, I I don't know. I can't understand any logic in that at all. Uh, other contracts are up. Is Charlie Freeman and Dylan Duncan possibly get offered extensions or or possibly be released? I'm not sure. Uh, it greatly depends. I think also on the intake for for the academy because um, you can only have so many in the academy, obviously, because otherwise it gets ridiculous. But the intake last year wasn't very big and we ended up re-signing some players. And I think a lot of us looked at it and went, they're really not developing in Mm. our academy. You know, Mm. why are we re-signing them? And it was possibly just down to the fact that we needed to keep some bodies for the under-23s, which haven't had a good season. You know, fighting relegation in Premier League 2 shouldn't be happening for us, really. Yeah. but yeah I mean so that's that I mean I, just that one Jack Rolls especially I mean George Marsh uh Tanganga again I'm probably saying that's so badly wrong um those two I, I can't get over but Jack Rolls if we let him go that's criminal it mm. really is criminal um, How old is he Sam What is he He's 20
1: Right so he's still very young cuz like the yeah. the, f- the first guy you, you said is 23 you're thinking if you yeah. haven't if you haven't made it it's uh, the first team by 23, yeah, yeah, you're probably looking to move on. But at 20, they're still like, you know, why not give him another two-year contract and see how he goes for the next two years and then he might well, break into the first team.
0: To, to me, I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't been involved in the first team this season. Mm. But when, it's why I feel like there's something going on because you see uh, Marcus Edwards was drafted towards the first team and then he didn't sign his contract and was just dropped Mm. once he signed his contract he was called back up again he's had loans um this current loan is worked out for him whereas the ones in the past didn't but Tottenham basically if you're not going to sign the deal to stay we're not going to involve you in the first team I think it's Pochettino he's like you know if you're dedicated to being here I'll bring you in Mm. if you're not no, I'm not you're interested. Dead to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Jack Rolls, um, I mean the guy, he scores. <laughs> it's the joke, you know. Jack Rolls, he scores goals, and he really does. He's had a phenomenal record all through the years at the club. Um, he's just one of those players that just seems to arrive at the right position at the right time. Yeah, yeah, and
1: like Delhi, like you like your yeah, name, the you bedded yeah. to, him, and that's what he's like, isn't he?
0: Yeah, it is. And yeah. I just can't get my head around why why it feels like there's something behind the scenes it feels like perhaps um the club has said to him right we want to offer you a deal and he said I'll wait till the summer or vice versa I don't know it just mm-hmm. seems strange and the fact he's not been involved and I've seen other players who are not on his level yet involved in first team training it does make you wonder if there's not something yeah there's got this
1: behind the scenes that we don't know about by the sounds of Yeah
0: things. yeah definitely but yeah. I I'd, I'd be very disappointed to see him leave he'd be a player that um I'd say we'd definitely come up against in the Premier League at some point if we let him go yeah sure and and the the little sodder' probably score yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, really really good player i'd like I'd very much like to see him stay i'd very much like to see him involved with the first team and and we go from there, but um yeah, I suppose we've got to talk about it, haven't we? i suppose we've got to talk about the fact that we've lost. Two games at our new stadium now, mm. both of them one 0 and the first team to ever beat us at our brand new stadium is West Ham. Do
1: you know? Do you know what Sam? I, I um, I I don't like. I I think I've, I've mentioned this quite a few times. I used to work in East London, and uh, yeah. there was a lot of West Ham fans there. And yeah. if I was still working there, it'd probably be st- still hurting now. But because I don't really interact with West Ham fans as much as I used to, yeah. part of me's just like, let them have it. Just let them have yeah. it. You know, they they're yeah. just. They, what else have they got? You know they they're never going to get anywhere near a Champions League, let alone Champions League semi final. I mean they they just that's I know we always say it's their cup final, and it is. They yeah. they really hate us with a passion. And the and the problem we had was you, you play any other team in the mid table uh, uh, in, in mid table or or towards the bottom of the table other than West Ham, and yeah. that probably would have been a comfortable two nil win. But them, yeah. lot, they just raise their game yeah, because they, do, they yeah. just. It's just this. This is the one for them, you know. They when when they get the, their fixture list at the beginning of the season, they're looking for Tottenham away. They're looking for it straight away. You know they are. That's, yeah. that's the one that they they're up for every yeah, every season. I,
0: yeah, agreed. And and they wanted to beat us, you know. And and they they deserved it on the day. They yeah, they did. They, they were the better team. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. I I look at it and I just think to myself, it frustrates me. And I think Fernando Lorente actually did an interview saying this before last night, which is you've got to find a mentality that every game you've got to be up for. Mm. And it made me think back to when I um, read Alex Ferguson's book. And one of the things he talked about in recruitment is that when he recruited a player, they needed to understand that for a team coming to old Trafford, it was always their cup final. Yeah. yeah. So everybody were going to raise their game because it was man United. Mm. And he, and he said, and that was what you had to try and get across to people. He said, it was very difficult to get that across. He said, and we recruited really well sometimes and over times really poorly because they couldn't get it. He said, especially coming from, he said, when we signed some people from leagues where the leagues weren't that competitive, he said, so, you know, at one point in Spain, if you weren't Madrid or Barcelona, you know, and they still dominate now mm. to to a, not as extreme as it once was, he said, you know, you could basically walk some of the games, you yeah, know. Yeah, sure. uh, he said, you know, in Holland, PSV or Ajax, you could walk the rest of the games. In Scotland, Rangers or Celtic, you could walk the rest of the games. Mm. So if you brought a player in to Man United, they'd have this mentality of, well, I'm at Man United, I can walk this game. Oh, hang on a minute, we're 2-0 down, how did that happen? Yeah, And it's very difficult to then snap out of it. And I think we, it's something else that we need to work on something else that uh, the manager needs to help the squad evolve. And that is this mentality of that every game you need to be switched on. You can't go into it ever thinking, oh, we got this. And on a few occasions this season, I think we've done that. I think even the managers pulled them up on it at least once, where we've basically rocked up, like, oh, we got this.
1: Yeah. I mean, you look at at the games we played at uh, the new stadium, Uh, In the league, and obviously, like we we beat Brighton, uh, Palace, and Huddersfield, but all all three of them teams kind of all. I mean, maybe I'm trying to think of the Palace going. Yeah, they probably all did. They probably all set up to defend. I mean, the Brighton one was a massive example of that, wasn't it? You know, they just like part the bus and and we knew that West Ham weren't going to do that. West Ham weren't going to. Go come what comfort point they wanted nope. to, they wanted blood they wanted to win the game yeah. they they wanted yeah, to which, beat Tottenham and which
0: at, should have led to it being an open free flowing game of football but we just didn't show up no
1: no we didn't no we didn't at all and yeah.
0: and yeah I mean look we could flog that to death it's happened now. Um but what, yeah what's what's helped Sam um,
1: sorry sorry to interrupt what's helped is the fact that other teams below us are just playing as poorly as we are. So, as much yeah. as we're playing poorly and losing games, so are they. So, we're kind of getting away with yeah, it at the moment, aren't we? We
0: are. And that, this is the problem. We are getting away with it. And I think I said going into this weekend, when we lost to West Ham, I was like, we ain't going to get away with it this week, And we did. Mm. We were so lucky, really. Yeah. yeah. But we're going into play Bournemouth this Saturday. We can't rely on everyone else being crap again. Not every, you know, not we every week. Can't, yeah. you know, I'm looking at the fixtures... There is no way Arsenal and Chelsea are going to lose this weekend no, or no, drop points. No. We have to win. And Champions League semi-final, second leg coming next week as well. Ajax have got a cup final this weekend. Last night, the start of the game looked like a team that have played 50-something games versus a team that have just had a week off. Yeah, that that,
1: fir- that first 30 minutes, or like, like, yeah. well, the first 20-25 minutes, I, yeah. I, I turned to, to, to the guy next to me and I was like, have we actually touched the ball in this first sort of 20 no, minutes? No, we was we was getting destroyed. Yeah. We really have was. Have you
0: have you ever? This is embarrassing. This is. I um I play rugby. I've mentioned this on a podcast before, and I I once went back and played a touch rugby game, um as for like a charity thing. Yeah. And it was my old team. Uh, we basically got together and we played against uh, the the current team. So this is a group of guys in their late 20s early 30s playing against a group of guys who were in their teens early 20s good luck with that one (laughs) yeah touch rugby not gonna not gonna you know knock anyone's teeth out or anything like that um within 10 minutes i i looked around the pitch and just thought how are we all nearly dead (laughs) and these kids haven't broke a sweat they're like dancing around us this is ridiculous And I felt a bit like that watching that last night. It looked like I think someone even posted a picture of a few of the lads in the warm up going. Is it just me or even in the warm up, the lot looked dead.
1: They did, yeah. They and really it's did. true.
0: They, they like they looked mentally just knackered and
1: yeah. You know what I was going to say? Uh, uh, a, a, good, a good, a good, a good sort of um, a telltale sign of how tired they was is I, I noticed this every time we had a throw. Yeah, we just there was nothing there. there no, no, there was no movement. Moved. There was almost using the time just to just to kind of yeah, breathe, get breath, a yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah,
0: and it was, um, yeah, it, it wasn't good. But second, just I think sticking to the positivity thing. Sosoko's oh, impact. I mean, I. Like, yeah. Has there ever been a transformation this big since? You know, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss.
1: Um, it, do you know what Sam? It's incredible. Like I genuinely like he came on and he changed the game. Look, yeah. it was obviously it was because of the uh, horrible injury to Vatonga. Yeah, which, we'll, we'll hope talk about it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but um, it was so it was forced that the, 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 you know the, the decision for him to come on. But as soon as he did, it just, like, you know, we we, we, we switched to the sort of back forwards, the two centre-backs, and we had him in the middle of the park. And his drive just made all the difference. Yeah. It, 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 it scared I, the life out of him. It really did. Yeah. And, and he, he like, I, I genuinely, like, I know there was one time he kind of, like, I think he got past the ball near the touchline and he sort of kicked it. And it yeah. felt a little bit like the old Shizoko. But apart from that one mistake he made, yeah. he was just the best player on the pitch at, easily.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um... He was, and you know, I think a few fans said, you know, he may not have started, but he was a man of the match. Yeah. Um, he harassed them. Yes. He yeah. he tracked runners, which is something that our other midfielders were just letting run past them. He mm. went with everybody. Um, his energy lifted everybody. Yeah. Um, I yeah I it was so doing. we're going to talk about Vertongan very very quickly on this because last night I, I said it in our our chat. I I was absolutely disgusted at what happened with Jan last night. Now I'm not blaming anybody in this. Okay, so this isn't a case of me pointing a finger and saying you bunch of bastards. But again, rugby background. Um, I can't play the game anymore, and I I genuinely can't. And that was due to concussion injuries. Um, the game with rugby uh, following on from like what happened with American football, etc. And it should be all sport, but football's still lagging behind in this. I've had to bring in very serious protocols around head injuries. Concussions are a million times more serious than people realize. Um, I don't know about you, man, but when I was a teenager, I had concussions a lot from rugby and from sport. And I used to go to the hospital and they'd give me a sheet of paper. Basically, go home. If you're sick, come back. yeah, And that was it. Mm. Um, the research and everything they've done now shows that, hell no, you, you should have been taking it way more seriously. I lost a week of my life from a concussion i can't remember a damn thing that happened i played a cup semi-final on a monday and the final to that competition was the following uh the following tuesday so just over a week and my coach knew and my teammates knew but they wanted me to play but no sorry the coach wanted me to play and my teammates were constantly going he ain't right you know, the lights are on, no one's home. Yeah. You know, we're talking sure. to him, he's going through the motions, but he ain't right. Yeah. And everyone kept going, oh, he's fine, he's fine, don't worry about it, he's fine, you know. Rugby playing mentality, oh, just carry on, don't worry about it, you know. Stick a staple, put the wound back together, you'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I can't remember that week. I literally, uh, the only memories I have of are what people have told me. Yeah. Um, I played two games of rugby. Wow. Uh, and yeah, insane. Yeah. And so when I see head injuries, naturally for me it like turns my stomach it's like oh no I I can't it's like so awful when I saw him and his eyes because the camera angled perfectly when he was led down I went oh well he's off he has to go off Mm. he's really not well I what I can't get my head around is how even if he then sat up said oh oh yeah I'm fine now did did people there the medical people around him go oh okay then because there's no way on this earth anyone yeah. could have looked at him when he was on the ground, realizing he'd been knocked out. The referee knew.
1: <laughs> you, you know, you know, you yeah. know what I um, I will say, and I, I will go back to it. But that referee had a fantastic uh, game yesterday. Really, really good. I was really impressed with him. There was like times when a lot of referees would have given like blown the whistle for like times when yep. it, you could tell it wasn't a foul. And I I really liked the fact that when uh, Vatongan. Because they were trying to, because he was trying to, yeah. he was trying to come back on, yeah. and then we was, uh, we was getting a hump because we, yeah, they weren't letting him back on because we obviously we yeah. really didn't realise the severity of his injury, yeah. and the referee just stopped the game and we were like, yeah. what are you doing? You can't just stop the game, no, but he stopped no, he it was. because he obviously knew that the yeah. wasn't right, so yeah. he was almost going, yeah. why, why are you, why are you allowing him back yeah. on? and, yeah. and, and, it, and it, it proved completely the referee got his spot yeah. on because like yeah, you say absolutely. He, when he came off I don't know if he picked it up on the camera but when he got taken off he, he couldn't even move his legs No, no he, his they, legs. They, were getting, that,
0: they were getting dragged he was basically like, dragging his legs behind yeah. him like, con- like I said it, it literally made me ill because yeah. I, I've been there I know what that is mm. and I, I'm sure a lot of people watching have been there and seen it um, but he when I, when I saw him go back on my first thought was, this is madness. Yeah. But the, when I saw the referee go across, and the referee kept saying to one of the doctors, the physios, I saw his eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying to him, I saw his eyes. Yeah. And now the referee can only go, like Pochettino said post-match, you can only go with what the doctors have said. Mm. If the doctors have looked him over and they are happy for him to go back on, what, what can I say? You know, what can we do? And the referee has almost gone over to them and said, right... 100% you're happy for him to go on. Yeah, so trust and what they within, say, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and within, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. Jan put his hand He's up. got to and, come off, yeah. And the ball sort of went down that way, and he didn't move, and then he looked back to the bench, he just about got off the pitch before he collapsed, and it yeah. was...
1: Yeah,
0: Mate, can you imagine now, just for a second, if Jan hadn't put his hand up then, mm. and he just collapsed? mm now we'd all be talking about something completely different right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you
1: know, I, you're right. I, and the thing is, I I don't want to um, I don't want it to I don't want to kind of attack the, the medical staff because no. as far as they were concerned, by the looks of things, well, this is the thing we we don't know the full story, but but you like the the medical staff as far as I I'm aware have got no incentive. Like, there's no like they're, they're not going to want him to play because they that you know they're interested in him being on the pitch for the result wise. As far as I can, as far as I'm aware, they're so interested in his health. They're not interested in the football match, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm surprised that I'm really surprised that he was allowed to continue, yeah. because like I, I remember, like one of the one of the one of the medical staff had like this thing that he was checking his eyes with, yeah. And I, and so I was like, oh, and again, I said to the guy sitting next to me, I was like, oh, you know, with the technology they've got nowadays, I'm sure they'll know if he's fine or not. No. But clearly they got it wrong. They got it wrong, yeah. didn't Because he yeah, wasn't he did fine, get it wrong. you know. So did get it ha- wrong. how how did they get it wrong? And, and what why? Like you know, well, how-
0: well here's here's a big thing about concussion. Concussion can come on instantly. It can be delayed, and it can be delayed by minutes. It can be delayed by hours. But it that's what's something that can happen. In rugby, what they've brought in is a concussion protocol. So basically, a player will come off and a temporary substitute will come on and he will have what's called a HIA, head injury assessment. So basically, he comes completely away from everything, away from the crowd, away from all the stuff that's going on. An independent doctor, not associated with the sport at all, will then just assess him. And that's it. That's the law. That doctor's decision is then final. If that doctor says, yeah, you are okay, mate, you can go back on then they can make the change back. But if that doctor says no, he ain't going back on. It doesn't matter if the player kicks off, it doesn't matter if the team kicks off, he ain't going back on that pitch.
1: And and the the important thing is um, is the fact he's independent, so there's no no ulterior motive to say he's fine.
0: Exactly. And I, like you, I am not pointing a finger at any member of that Spurs medical staff saying they were negligent last night. I think they did what they thought was right in the time. But they were doing that within the rules mm. of what they are working to. Mm. And those rules, for me, need to be changed. We have to protect players better. Because I remember a couple of few years ago, Larice got absolutely knocked out, was wobbly all over the place. And he demanded to go back on and we let him back That's on. That's right, I
1: remember that game, yeah. Should
0: never have happened. Yeah. That decision was not his decision to make. Yeah. And the football authorities need to put players' health first and then someone needs to go, right, this happens because it's unfair a team's penalised. It's unfair that if a head injury happens, they have to drop down to 10 men for him to be assessed.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So it's in rugby, you know, you have this temporary replacement system, but I genuinely believe they need to look at it because it is... That last night made me feel ill. Yeah, And the rest of the game, the result, everything was kind of secondary for yeah, me. Sure. Anyone who follows our Facebook page will know, you know, I I posted at half time that we're one 0 down, but main my main focus of that post was but you know, for Tonga. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Um and that was my focus because until you know, he left the ground, told everyone he was okay, he's being assessed again today and by all press accounts he's he's alright. But you know you just imagine now like I said if he'd gone back on the pitch he chased after the ball and then just collapsed yeah, how would everyone have would have felt
1: yeah
0: it would have been horrific man it, yeah. it was bad enough seeing him helping him you know with his legs gone mm. but to watch him collapse would have been mm. heartbreak it would have been harrowing
1: they, they, they need to, this is the thing like Look, football football evolves. The rules evolve. I mean, you you look you look back to what twenty years ago. You could pass back to the goalkeeper. Like Liverpool, Liverpool were the team that used to do all the time, didn't they? Used to pass back the goalkeeper. Break up time waste. Uh, But the rules change. All the rules are evolving, and uh, the 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 player's health uh, has to be one of those. Major, probably the most important consideration yeah. when it comes to rule changes. So, yeah. you, you look back at like you know the sixties when they used those big horrible leather balls, and <laughs> yeah. there's, there's massive studies, isn't there, of football players oh, yeah. that have got brain injuries because of yeah. it. You I'm know, them, yeah, yeah. And, and they and they design the footballs to to minimise that risk to the players' health. That you know, the, yeah. w- when when they design football footballs like modern footballs nowadays, that is one of their major yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, considerations. So, there there should be no problem. With 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 them implementing that that kind of same thing that they do, like you you can imagine, can't you? So you got you got six substitutes. You like you say that. So for example, for Tongan, right. So if if it was the same with rugby, right, you'd say right for if. He's allowed to come on for yeah. five ten minutes so yeah. so that that team doesn't get they're not a disadvantage for someone's yeah. been injured but at the same time the the focus has to be like you say on the player's yeah. health the the, 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 the the result or the or the the actual the foot the football match itself is completely insignificant to that person's injury yeah. isn't it it's not yeah. it, it's it not is. even relevant it like it shouldn't even be a, it, it shouldn't I, be a single relevance to the, to, the, to that decision you know
0: right. like like the night um Fabrice Mwamba collapsed yeah yeah, I, I, I didn't give a crap about the game of football. Yeah, of course. At that course. Yeah. I yeah. don't think one person in that stadium yeah. cared what the result of that game was. No. All of us, to a man, just wanted him to be okay.
1: Yeah, I, I spoke to a, a... I don't sit near next to him now, but the guy next to him when I was at Wembley, uh, he yeah. said he was at that game, and he said yeah. it, he said everybody just walked out of the stadium in silence. It was the most yeah. bizarre reaction. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. Everyone thought he'd die, didn't they? Yeah, man.
0: You know? it's just, and, and it should... You know, it shouldn't have to take a player collapsing awfully or something for rules to change. Yeah, let this let this be a a preemptive wake up call to, to powers that be. Yep. and I, I saw a few people on Twitter saying, "Oh, you know, well they should you know penalise goalkeepers for coming out like they do." I I don't actually believe in that. I actually believe that the physicality in sport is going to happen. You know, Ryan Mason got injured horrifically, but no one meant to injure him horrifically no, in that of course. incident yeah. you can't take you know don't want to make football non-contact same no. way I don't want to make rugby non-contact etc no. contact sports part of the sport is part of the, the, the allure part of the reason why people play it or support it but you do just have to look after people you know injuries are going to happen you know missed yeah. time tackle going to break legs bones uh, but head injuries like that You've got to protect the players. So, yeah, I mean, I, I want to talk about that today. I, we have. I don't want to keep preaching on about it, but for me, it was so, so tough to watch. And I'm delighted he's okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, you know, my, my mind kind of wanders to Formula 1 and, uh, you yeah. know, how, you know, You'll get fans complaining that the soul has been taken out of it because of like the safety measures they're put in place. Yeah. But look how many, like you know, back in the I remember when I used to watch it back in the nineties. You'd get yeah. players dying every season, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, rubbish, yeah. which is insane, yeah. isn't it? You know, and yeah. and the, these things have to be put in place because the, yeah. their their health and their safety has to be the most important yeah. thing. You know? Yeah,
0: it's it's entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want people. I've always been like yeah. the Running
1: Man, running. You know, yeah. like, you know, we don't want to go down that road, do we? No. Or no. Well, maybe we
0: do. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a few players right now. I wouldn't mind going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, can, we, but... can we
1: put Salah on there for a start? I would genuinely <laughs> be happy to see him getting chased by that chainsaw guy. Like, that yeah, would just that, like I would. Do. <laughs> yeah, I'd pay to watch that. Yeah, and you watch know, him try to dive out the way.
0: I always used to say about the show Big Brother. That if there was a sniper waiting outside the house, that when they evicted one of them, they got shot. I find yeah. that much more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Show. Imagine them all in there panicking. Who's going to get shot? Under? I love it. Yeah, the pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, See, that's, that's a much better show. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you know what yeah. I was going to
1: say as well, Sam, talking about uh, rule changes as well. Um, yeah. This isn't. This is a, a, a rule uh, to relevance to the game, and obviously nothing yeah. to do with like you know uh, players' health and stuff, but. I've, someone suggested to this me me this to me, and I think I might even might have mentioned it on a on a podcast previously yeah. but the more the more i see of the more I see of goalkeeper time wasting the more <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like this rule would really work, and it would be a massive one it would be completely yeah. revolutionary. But just make every go every game sixty minutes, right? Thirty minutes each half. Thirty minutes first yeah. half. Thirty minutes second half, and the clock does not move when the ball is out of play. So if yeah. if a player is going to throw in, as soon as the ball lets go, the ball uh, leaves the hands, the clock starts, and then as soon as it's out of play, the clock stops, right? Because yeah. they, they 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 time games and most games if you look at just the in-play action it yeah. is literally about 60 62 63 minutes yeah, that, that is um, the amount so what why like, the, the, like yesterday that goalkeeper was just it was getting ridiculous the amount of time he was wasting it was getting so ridiculous
0: yeah it's, it's it's difficult because uh, implementation of rules the sport you have to not only consider the top flight but also grassroots so for example if you implemented that rule in the premier league Every single Premier League club could easily implement that. Every single top flight club, all the most professional divisions, could implement that. In rugby, in the top flight, of all the divisions, you have a the the clock stops. Yeah, yeah. literally, the balls out of play, the game stops, clock stopped, and that's how it's run. You could easily implement that. Sunday league, you couldn't. That'd be difficult. You'd be arguing over. Oh, hang on, did you stop the clock? Oh, did I? Oh no, I didn't. Hang on. (laughs) You know, you'd have all sorts. Yeah, I I, I um, get that. so So it's kind of it's kind of like. I, I'm with you. I completely agree with you. But I think that's where they'll... That's where the counter-argument That's it where will it'll get argued, say, yeah, yeah. Sure, I, sure. I, I, I completely agree because it works in rugby. Yeah. So why not football? And and it would stop the time-wasting. It just would
1: completely because the goal... You can say to the goalkeeper, take it as you like, mate, because the clock's yeah. not starting until you kick that ball. So yeah, you're not exactly. wasting it any time.
0: No, you are literally doing nothing. Um, Last night, they added three minutes on the end. It should have been five or six. Yeah, yeah. But... I I can I'm not going to be critical of the ref. I thought the referee no, had a very good game. He did right? really good game. I mean, yeah, if he, really he could have booked he could have booked that goalkeeper. He could have done, but I think in his mind, you know, there there wouldn't <laughs> whatever he was adding on. I I just assumed we'd see it at the end, but mm. I don't know. Karma can be a bitch. Um, maybe next maybe next week I'll see Larise take ten minutes over a goal kick because we're crossed. three one up or something and. <laughs> And, you know, basically, oh, did I trip and fall? Oh, no, oh, hang on, me laces need doing up. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, yeah, karma. It, what, what goes around comes around. And I mean, think about Brighton. They time-wasted best part of eight minutes of that game, and then we went 1-0 up, and we had a goal kick, and Lloris took forever, and we all cheered. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, so it's what it is. Hopefully, karma will bite him in the ass. But <laughs> to be honest with you, we never looked like bloody scoring anyway. No, we didn't. I think if the game had
1: gone on for 180 minutes, we would yeah, have, still, have still been we, 1-0, wouldn't we? we,
0: we, we just looked like, unless Sissoko gradually refined his shooting, because he looked like <laughs> the only one who could.
1: Can I just say as well, that second half, that shot they had, yeah. I would have bet my bet my house on that hit in the hit going in it. From where I was sitting, the yeah. ball was just going in the back of the net. How yeah. it hit the post it was um, it, i don't know i don't know what happened to that ball it uh, just was like, like it's, it's in the it's in the goal that's literally what it, i was thinking it
0: was bizarre because when they slowed it down for the tv it was like when it glanced the turf it stopped turning in you know like he bent it perfectly into the corner yeah and it was like when it hit the turf it just went straight oh you God. know you know like when you watch cricket sometimes and they bowl it and they do the Hawkeye thing where yeah. they show where the ball lands here and then it went off in that direction crazy mm. the ball like hit the turf and then just kept going straight so whereas like you said when it left his foot that was a goal yeah it, it was gonna go straight in yeah. and then he just glanced at the turf hit the post and I That's cheered <Yeah>. <laughs> well, sometimes you need luck and oh absolutely deployed, we need a bit of luck
1: I think if that had gone in I think it probably would be tie over I think I think so yeah. I think
0: 2-0 down 2 away goals yeah. knowing we would have to go there and win 3-0 mm-hmm. um, I think that would be difficult yeah. very difficult going there next week uh, to win 2-0 I think that's infinitely possible 2-1 yeah. even sends us through yep yep So yeah, I believe I believe that we can still make it through Um, It's not going to be easy I think Ajax are a very good team I think for whatever reason despite everyone knowing they got to the semi-finals by beating Juventus and Real Madrid a lot of our fans still thought we'd win that easily I don't I'm not quite sure why that was but yeah um they're a good side yeah. very good side, one of the best in Europe this season by far
1: of course the thing is the way you got to look at it is that we so if you so if you said to us like so there's four there's four us and three other teams in the yep. semi finals if you'd have said to to uh, a Spurs fan who would you like to get i think every Spurs fan would say Ajax please but yep. but then Also, if you went up to any Ajax fan and said, who would you like to get? They'd say Spurs. Yeah. You know, so uh, we're both happy with the the draw, but it doesn't mean it's going to be as easy as it proved with with, with last night's game. um,
0: Interesting post-match stuff from Ajax about how the second half, they found it difficult when we were... And more powerful and more direct, and yeah. that's Sosoko. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. He made, he made their life hell that second half. Um, you know, De Jong has looked like the best midfielder on the planet, and then you had Sissoko put him up in the air after a couple of minutes. I loved to his, it. He, his garlic shrug of to the referee, like, me? What?
1: Yeah, ah, come yeah, on. Yeah.
0: You know what? I was just using my body. Yeah, yeah, where are you? Um, but, yeah, I I thought he made such an impact, and if he's fit, <laughs> I mean, God, I wouldn't want to be our manager right now. No. I mean, literally, I joked on Twitter last night, you know, people moaning about team selection, surely that team meeting was right, hands up who's fit, okay, that's the team. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what <laughs> he's doing isn't it, yeah. Because that's how it feels, yeah. and... It's, I think, at, at the moment, the, 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 from sort of midfield up, it's just picking itself, I mean, obviously we've got <laughs> options in defence, but... It, we just uh, haven't got the there's just not the there's not the fit players there is there? We we
0: need to win Saturday. I can't Oh god I yeah. can't put in the word because if we win Saturday yeah. we've secured top four. Yep. Okay. We can relax. Now there's still a there's still a chance, you know, we'd finish fourth, but we will secure the top four and that is huge. Mm. That's massive. Yeah. That just has to happen. Um, but also we'll get a bit of confidence again, you know, losing two games on the banks, lose three games on the banks. And all of a sudden it's, ugh, doom, gloom, everything, you know, then we have to go back to the y on the back of nothing. Um, but who the hell do you pick? Because you pick Sosoko Saturday, um, considering he's just recovered from that injury. I, I, uh, do you pick Sonny mm. knowing that he could play Wednesday night, but maybe pick up an injury if he played Saturday? we have to win the bloody game <laughs> it's just yeah, so like, like I said I don't want to be our manager right now because no. no matter what he does he's damned Yeah. you know he picks all those players they get injured you know Sonny and Sissoko get injured Saturday uh, the fans are livid Yeah. Uh, we don't pick them and we lose the fans are livid yeah um I don't know what we do. I mean, I genuinely, genuinely would start Vincent Janssen against Bournemouth. Yeah, well,
1: he can't, he can't play on Wednesday, can he? So... No, he,
0: he can't be involved. Yeah. So, why the hell not? I'd start skipping midfield instead of Sissoko and just tell him, right, box to box today, skip. Yeah. You know, energy, go for it. And, he, and he's got that in spades. And, and the thing is, oh, you've, you've so said difficult.
1: this as well, Sam. With Bournemouth, they are the kind of team where we could easily win 5-0, but we could easily lose lose 5-0. You just never know what you're going to get with them, do you?
0: No, no, not at all. And it's at their ground. We've got a good record there. Yeah. Right, so do you want to hear some madness? I want to hear some madness that I'm hearing today. Go on. There's a certain football player who seems to refuse to understand the words take a rest, Harry.
1: Oh, don't tell me he's going to be back for the semi-final. Secondly. He,
0: he himself is targeting the semi-final second leg. Oh, my God. That's Jesus so... Perez in the press conference the other day went, Nope, absolutely nope, no chance, nope. no. And then yesterday, I mean, I don't know how many people saw pictures of him at the game. He wasn't happy. Um, But he was sat with Tom Carroll and Andros Townsend, which I found kind of amusing. Yeah. But yeah, obviously old friends getting them tickets to a Champions League semi-final because they're never <laughs> going to play them. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know you like. Tom, I know you like Tom Carroll. Don't no, you? he is dead to me. He blocked me on Twitter for nothing, nothing, Thomas. Can I, I just... supported you. <laughs> Best assist ever to Gareth Bale, and you, you little jackass. Anyway, can I just say, Sam? No, what what I'm not better.
1: talking about the uh, going back to the Champions League game uh, again yeah. as well, and talking about support as well. Them Ajax fans, they were crazy, Like, you know, yeah. Like I was at the Man City game and they were yeah. just dreadful but but the Ajax yeah. fans, it's really weird because they've got, um. there, there was about, uh, it, it's really bizarre, right? It's one of those things where it's really hard to describe, okay? But So you imagine where they're all sitting so they're sitting on the lower tier in that corner bit. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's about 30 fans that are wearing these black t-shirts that says Ultras on the back, right? <laughs> now, right, yeah. one, one of them is a real hard-looking guy, right? He's sort yeah. of bloke. but, Everyone, there was about. Do you know what? I really wish I'd taken a picture of it because yeah. you, the best way to describe it, right? You know, when you see a beehive and you see the queen bee, and then you yep. see like them surrounding the queen queen bee, yeah. and then everywhere else is just kind of normal. That's what yeah. it was like. It was really weird. Like they was surrounding this guy uncomfortably, so like, no, they weren't. I don't weird. think they was. And then he was basically directing everything, so he would like start a chant, and it wasn't like us singing like you know, oh, in one of those songs. Yeah. It was like really powerful ones and there was like yeah. four five, five thousand fists going in the air at the same time and it was all directed by him that was kind of being right. propped up by this by this 30 other people wearing his ultras t-shirts and I'm like they, are, they take support to a to a yeah. level that just blows my mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and, and when well. and when Jan Vertonghen was injured they was all singing his name they was all singing yeah, his name
0: yeah yeah I was <laughs> yeah I was quite I'm quite pleased with that really um yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, football, football, sport on one side, health came first. So that was that was a nice. But start they, they, they
1: just, they just, honestly, they are a different level of supporters. They're like, I mean, I, I remember going to the to the Barcelona like or the Barcelona game, and I talked about yeah. it on the pub. But you know, you, you, we, we, we sing, we chant, but there's just nothing choreographed like that. And it nah, was just no.
0: the way it was all choreographed was just a, a sight to behold. It really was. It's also not. Um, it's not. It's not, a very, it's not a very English thing, is it? No, exactly. Now you, I believe we'll that. Yeah, we're, we're kind of yeah, show up have a bit of a sing song. Well, do do <laughs> you know? Do you know what
1: when it, when 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 I'm at the games and they start singing uh, "Stand Up" if you hate Arsenal, right? And don't give me yeah, wrong, I yeah. do hate Arsenal. Right, I can't stand them. They're just like yeah. you know, I love watching Arsenal fan TV when they lose. it's just yeah, so much pleasure. Yeah, but fun. I'm like. Do I have to? Do I have to? I'm just, I'm quite comfortable no, here. I'm I eating eat, eat my burger and that means I've got to get, put my drink <laughs> down. Can't I just say I hate them without having to stand up. Like, you know,
0: that's, yeah, that's no, the English version of it. I, I, I fear our age is kicking in a yeah. little bit there as well. Yeah, oh, do I have to stand up again? Bloody yeah, hell. I stood up because I hated Chelsea a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Can it not just be assumed I hate everybody?
1: Why can't they say sit down if you hate Arsenal? Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah. all right then. Well, I'm sitting down and I hate them.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what the stewards sing. Stay sat down if you ate Arsenal yeah there go that's what they need to, so sleep, to start down. doing yeah they'd work see it I just solved the big problem at the new stadium <laughs> all you need to do is play out over the tunnel. I today sat down if you ate Arsenal if you stand up yeah, you're good. yeah you love them yeah, yeah yeah, you stand up you love them yeah there you go solved problem solved, solved. I love you'll get it. one guy stood up and just get hit <laughs> what was that for I'm going to the toilet yeah and yeah. you ate Arsenal <laughs> mate yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. oh Dear God. See, I said we'd have fun today. Brilliant. <laughs> we wouldn't be all doom and gloom. But yeah, apparently Harry's targeting being back Wednesday. Oh, I, my God. I'd like to think that this is a mad rumour. I, I would like me. to think that. But the person who told me is someone I actually know very well and actually works at the club. Okay. So if he's told me that, it probably means he's seen him there training. And there were a few journalists yesterday saying, yeah, he was there at the club wow. training in the gym. So... I mean, he's a lunatic if he tries to do that. and I. But the thing is, though, and this is going to sound stupid, he won't be fit enough to be the Harry Kane we need him to be. No. But his name on the team sheet might just lift everybody. Mm. Mm. Which sounds might sound stupid, but it's just one of those which... things where he's such a leader. He is Mr. Tottenham. And th- just th- th- him th- being involved th- could th- give everyone else a bit of a... Harry's here, you know. Yeah, Come absolutely, on. and also, like you
1: said earlier, in the, earlier in, the, in, the, in, the, in this in in a podcast, like you know, yeah. it, even if he's not himself, yeah, he'll he'll take other defenders. Oh or, yeah, wait, that will free yeah. up Sonny and Lucas. won't well, it it, it so.
0: it'll terrify him because if you if you imagine, Tottenham need a goal, and you know, let's just put ourselves in a situation: the game's one all. If we score, we're through. Mm. You know, we're in the dying minutes. Tottenham bring on Harry Kane. Yeah. As a defender, your mind is immediately going to think, oh, crap, you know, that's one of the best strikers in the bloody world of football, the golden boot winner from the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, we give away a penalty, it's a goal. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, He's a bloody tapping merchant, but yeah, you know, <laughs> just you would immediately have that panic and that air of you thing. So just him being involved would be a massive lift, but at the same time, I... I just want the guy to be bright for next season he's yeah. had such a he's had such a bad year really because of just over exertion and trying to force himself back mm. as much as I'd be like yes Harry I'd also be like oh really yeah. <laughs> could yep. you not have just taken a break mate could you not of course he comes on and scores a hat trick. I'm not gonna, I, I ain't gonna give a crap. Yeah. So what if, yeah. so what
1: if he can't walk after he's thirty? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Who cares about him then when he's retired? No, that's a joke. That's such a joke. I just, yeah. Oh dear. Don't say that. I feel bad again now. Oh no. Um. But yeah, man. So I mean, that's it. We we've talked about. It. We talked about two defeats, and we kind of managed to brush past it. Okay, I think.
1: Yeah, I think we've just about managed to do that. <laughs>
0: um, by the time we record next week, uh, depending on what day we record, possibly Wednesday, possibly Thursday, uh, we would have definitely played Bournemouth. Possibly would have played the second leg of the Champions League. I don't know, depending on when we record. But, yeah, the Bournemouth game, I really... Uh, we got to win. Please, all gods of football, all of you up there. Please. Please. Yeah. S- Sir Bill, have a word.
1: <laughs> just, just by hook or crook, honestly, yeah. off... off, off. Right now, Boy, I I I I take do you know what I mean? Just, I take yeah.
0: falling over the finish
1: line. <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to say like one of Sissoko's ass, but you just can't. You don't say that anymore because he's just no. not that player that he was no. last year.
0: <laughs> I, I I take a goal going in off Kieran Trippier right now. Yeah, guys. yeah. i would
1: say. T- t- do you know what? And look, I know, I know. We've tried to keep this this uh, yeah. as positive as we can, but oh my god, Trippier yesterday it was, uh, and even Eriksen again, like yeah. the dead ball. It's like what. Erickson, right? You you train all week. You train all week. Why? Why are your corners so atrocious?
0: I can't. <laughs> the, the Kieran Trippier free kick where Ajax held this ridiculously high line. Yes, they kept doing it. And, they, and they. I'm yeah. thinking we've got Alderweireld and Lorente. So all you have to do, because of that ridiculously high line, yep. is put it five yards past the line because yep. the goalkeeper was not there. No, it wasn't. So out. you had to do that and time a run. And he put it straight to the keeper And I'm watching it, I'm like, how? (laughs) How? How How have you gone from being the World Cup free kick specialist (laughs) to the dead ball aficionado? Do you remember when we were doing the World Cup podcast and we were like, bloody hell, Kieran Tripp, why ain't he taking everything to Tottenham? Now we know why. (laughs) It was an anomaly, (laughs) It, it was absolute madness. I. He's had a bad year. I can't can't just character assassinate him. I can't because there have been a couple of games where he's been alright but he's had a bad season and I I can only put it down to just mental and physical fatigue because last night I think I saw a stat. He lost the ball more than any other Tottenham player has Mm. in a game this season. And I've seen some games where we've lost the ball a lot, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just gave away possession constantly. And I, ah, no, I can't. I just can't get my head around it. So we're not going to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's it. That is us done. Uh, we will be back next week for episode 48. I hope I'm counting these right, because otherwise this is going to be really squiff. Um, Like I said, the end of season show will be episode 50. We're going to have some fun with that. Um, I've already got a, a message from a former Tottenham player, which I will play out on that show. that would be fun.
1: Fantastic. Uh,
0: but yeah, man, I'll speak to you next week. Yeah, take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! And remember, to dare is to do.